Have you ever wondered why some people can, you know, set goals and achieve them at a high level and you can't? You know, it might come down to your self-imposed limitations. These are limiting beliefs that we place on ourselves that may not actually be true. And uh, 80%, a full 80% of achieving anything in business or your personal life comes down to your psychology. So in today's video, I wanna give you three tips to bust through those self-imposed limitations. Stick around to the end of the video, I wanna share a report, a blueprint, a roadmap that I put together for you that will take you through the six stages of growth to go from agent to owner in your business. If you like the video, give me the thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, and make sure you turn notifications on. Let's dive in and talk about like tactical, practical things you can do to uh, just bust through limiting beliefs and achieve not only in your business, but in areas of your life where maybe you haven't been showing up the way that you want to. The first thing I would tell you to do is you need to be clear on your vision. You know, in the Bible, I think it's Proverbs 27, 17. Don't quote me, don't comment if I quoted scripture wrong. It says though, where there is no vision, the people perish. And a hundred percent true when it comes to just your personal vision you know for um, just areas of your life that are important to you but in business as well like if you have a vision for your business and it remains inside you and you don't put it on paper and you're playing small the chances that you actually achieve that vision are really small and it's this self-imposed limitation that you know i've been in real estate for 10 years and all i'm good for is 20 to 24 transactions you know i've never built a business before, I don't want to hire an assistant, like those are all limiting beliefs, right? Others have gone ahead of you and have, have laid out the roadmap for you to be able to do this in your business. So again, we've got to bust through the limiting belief uh, and we do it with our vision and building a vision creating a vision for our business or our life. It's not that complicated. Take a blank piece of paper, double-sided. There's six areas I want you to go through your business. Let me make sure I keep track your business your finances, your financial world, your physical body, your spiritual realm, your emotional well-being, and relationships. So your marriage and your children, right? Six areas. In each of those areas, just write out in paragraph form what you want it to look like three years from now. That's, that's vision. So for me, you know, in, in my physical body, there was a, a time where I was like fluctuating between 210 and 225 plus pounds. I've got to 228 in the last couple of years. And I just declared that I was going to weigh, I actually wanted to be 184 to 188 consistently in my weight and be just like vital and work out five to six times a week. Like that was my three-year vision and I've been working on it. I'm, go I'm two years into it now. I weighed in this morning, I was 182. I run six days a week. I have this habit that I'm drawn to being healthy now that's been different than ever before. In my marriage, you know, marriage is an area, especially when you're in real estate, that it's easy to take that relationship for granted. So three years from now, how is your marriage, how are you gonna avoid drift in your marriage and make sure that you hit where you wanna hit and that you're more deeply connected to your spouse, you're more, you know, doing God's work together, whatever your faith is, right? In your marriage, where do you wanna be three years from now? What's the vision for the marriage? In your business, you know, if you're a solo agent now, do you want a little bit of leverage through systems or people? Do you want more, you know, freedom of money or freedom of time or it's just too stressful, you want your stress to come down? What would that look like three years from now? In your financial world, right? Are you, you know, sort of leveraged in an unhealthy way with junky consumer debt? 
Do you owe money on your car that maybe you could pay off in the next three years or credit cards or you know, maybe you can pay off your, your home loan, right? Where are the areas of your life where you can set a vision and take steps to achieve it? The second thing I'll share with you in terms of a tip, a trick, a strategy to implement in terms of you know, uh, avoiding uh, these self-imposed limitations is to avoid the gap and um, really create a psychology of fulfillment. And the gap, I'll just help explain it. It's when you are wanting to achieve in an area of your life, so there's this ideal you set in the future, it ends up becoming a moving target. So you're so focused on this goal, this ideal for your future, that you don't give yourself credit for you know, the progress you're making. And so the way we counteract uh, this, um, this feeling of discontentment and never quite getting ahead is to just look back. So just look back on what you are achieving. So to take the example of those six areas of your life, maybe you're in three years you're debt free, but you're not quite, you don't see that you're making progress, but you actually are making progress because you paid off that credit card or you sold a car that you had a big loan on and you got a car that was a less expensive car that didn't have a, a, a car loan, right? There's things you can do, steps you can take. Maybe your marriage is in a tough situation right now and you painted this vision for the future and it still feels hard, but you had a date night last month. Even if you fought, you still got out and you still committed to do something together. Or you did something special for your spouse last week that maybe you know, was hard for you to do because there's some resentment there over you know, how your business is getting in the way or whatever thing is going on in your marriage. And so when you think about, um, we call it go big, begin in gratitude. So every day I have a practice of writing down you know, three things I'm grateful for to start the day. Like, just think about like, what am I grateful for? Like, wh how, how have I been blessed? You know, what people are in my life doing great things or supporting me? You know, did I go for a walk this morning or did I get a run in and I had some quiet time with the birds or spend some time with God? Like, what are the things that you're grateful for? At the end of the day, you document three things that happened that day that were amazing. So you're bookending your day with three things you're grateful for and three amazing things that happened. And so you're able to build in this psychology of fulfillment that crushes, decimates these self-imposed limitations, these limiting beliefs. When you think you're not making progress, writing down the things you're grateful for and the amazing things that happen, do that for 30 days. Three gratitude and three amazing things for 30 days, you will have 90 things you're grateful for and 90 amazing things that happened in just a 30-day period. Can you imagine doing that for a year or for three years or for 10 years? I'm going on like six or seven years at this point of just constantly looking for the things that I'm grateful for and constantly looking for those amazing things. Even if they're not big, they can be small things. Like a hummingbird flew in. Julie and I were sitting uh, in the back porch yesterday and a hummingbird kind of came in like, didn't know where it was and it was just like a little gift from God, right? A little amazing moment that I was able to journal about. It wasn't like an epic transformational moment, but just a little recognition, a little bit, a wink from God that, you know, I'm going to send something your way to see if you notice it. I'm almost thinking he's playing with me sometimes when he does something like that. So if you think about where you are in your journey, you know, uh, this psychology of fulfillment, avoiding the gap, you know, being in gratitude, go big, and then counting your blessings, what amazing things happen every day, that'll crush your self-imposed limitations.
The last thing I want to share with you is might be the most important. It is to take clarity breaks every week. A clarity break is quiet time, 90 minutes where you're sitting with your simple three-year vision, right? The six areas of your life, business, financial, you know, your relationships, your physical body, emotional well-being, your spiritual journey, those six areas, and just spending some time. What's working and what's not working in each of these areas, right? We have a, a more intense and um, uh, intentional business planning system. So we take our three-year vision down from three years to one-year plan to a quarterly sort of focus, weekly and daily. But really in these time blocks, you're just asking yourself what's working and what's not working. Once a week, these are, you cannot cancel these time blocks. Typically, I'll do them on a Saturday morning or a Sunday evening. Um, sometimes I'm, I'll incorporate my weekly planning, planning for the next week, which includes a look back and, and a look into the next week. It's just time without electronics or technology where you're focusing on what you wanna build for yourself. And so a clarity break, put it in your calendar right now, hit pause on this video and get a recurring appointment with yourself, minimum 60 minutes, 90 minutes preferred where you're not gonna miss. You could move it if you have to, but you cannot delete it, you cannot cancel it. And just doing that week after week after week with the daily practice I just shared in that three-year vision, you will be unstoppable when it comes to these limiting beliefs, these things that we tell ourselves that trip up our progress. They're, the game is over at that point. You know, when I think about someone who's really achieved at a very, very high level, and really, this, is, this may sound bad, I'm just gonna say it, really had no reason to do so, hadn't really proven to anyone that they could be a business owner or, you know, I don't know, just sort of put their head down and fearlessly charged into uh, building a business is a guy that was on my real estate team, Dan Jones. You know, he didn't come to real estate with any special skill set. He had never built a business before. He had never managed people before. He played soccer, you know, uh, in college and um, he was a hard charger. He still is a hard charger. He's one of our business coaches now. He just applied that heart for busting through limiting beliefs, especially in our industry where we're set up for failure, he just agreed to do business differently. And he went from leaving my team, he was on my real estate team for three years, he went on his own, sold 60 to 65 homes for a couple of years. I said, Dan, let me show you how to do it. Um, I basically cut out some expenses, some lead generation uh, sources that he was doing. We went from 65 to 105 to 165 to 225 to 275 to over 300 transactions. And now he's able to coach and mentor folks in real estate B-School. And it's just this like not willing to let what the industry tells us traditional success is, not willing to buy into that uh, lie and just to sort of fall into the status quo in our industry. If you're at the point in your journey where you wanna see the plan laid out, the six stages of growth, go to realestatebusinessgrowth.com or click on the link below. If you like the video, give me the thumbs up and subscribe to the channel and turn on notifications. We'll see you in the next video.